Hall's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, 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 and welcome, everyone. Welcome to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. Thank you for joining. Hello, welcome, and yes, good morning. Yes, it's morning because if you're listening to what we're saying, then you're simply waking up. You're waking up to your true life. And I really have, (laughs) I struggled uh, with with, uh, today's show because I, I was attacked by squirrels. Um, yeah, hundreds of squirrels, it seemed. And, uh, what I really mean when I say that is that, uh, quite often we get distracted by a lot of different things. You know, the shiny object, it's that thing that's over there that takes our attention off of our project or the thing that we really want to get done. And, um, I call it squirrels. You know how the dog, uh, you're walking your dog and the, and the squirrel just runs by squirrel, squirrel, <laughs> Uh, well, I had tons of squirrels uh, all around me this weekend and this and last week, and and I got a little distracted. Uh, but you know, all of these squirrels that I'm chasing are really good squirrels. They're really nice, <laughs> fat squirrels that I that I think could that we could all benefit from. And and uh, but at the same time, I I know that it does take your my focus off of what I really need to get done. And so my encouragement to you is that. Uh, you uh, find a way to um, not let the squirrels get to you the same way. Uh, I call it naming your squirrel. If you know what, what squirrels that will, will hurt you from time to time or distract you, let's say, from time to time, you can name that squirrel. And then uh, from there, maybe you'll be able to tame that squirrel. So name your squirrel and tame your squirrel. So um, that's not what I wanted to talk with you about today. Uh, but yes, it was another squirrel that caught me. And in fact, I, I did a small video on squirrels on, well, not necessarily squirrels, but it's called productivity and how you can get distracted and not be as productive as you'd like. Uh, you should be able to find that on my website, ClarenceCaldwell.com. Uh, and I do mention the squirrels. In fact, there's a very funny squirrel joke that I, not a joke, but a story uh, that, um, uh, that around squirrels that you'd be interested in as well. So anyway, what we're here, now that I've let that squirrel go, now what we're here to talk about uh, is um, a few things. And uh, what I'd like to share with you is uh, I've had many people come and ask me to be a mentor to them. And that's fine. I don't have a real problem with that. In fact, I am a mentor to several people and I enjoy doing that. I enjoy being there as a guide and support and and even coaching uh, people in a mentor-mentee relationship. 
Um, but let me just describe to you what I think mentoring is really all about. And the real thing that I want to get to today is how you can select and, and get that great mentor that you need for yourself. There's a way to get a great, great mentor for yourself. And, and you can select who that is, to be honest with you. Now, there are two types of mentorship that you probably need to be aware of. One is, I'll call it a formal mentorship. You know, you have a formal mentor-mentee relationship with an individual, and they are there to help you with uh, the issues that you might run up, run up against and give you guidance from time to time. You can bounce things off of them. And they're there as support. Uh, normally, that formal mentorship is one where the mentor knows they're the mentor and you know you're the mentee. And uh, it's usually meant for, I'll just call them newbies. So people who are new to whatever they're doing, they don't understand uh, really the advanced levels of mentorship. Um, That's a great way to get started in, in your work, whatever line of work you're in. It's a great way to get started. And if you're going into politics or you're going into technology, find a great mentor that's already in that area that will agree to mentor you in that area. That's a formal mentorship that I think is very, very valuable. And, and I say newbie because usually that happens when you're new to a new job, maybe you just got promoted, you're a new manager, um, or you're in a new industry, and you need that formal mentorship. Uh, though That can be invaluable to have that. So I encourage people to find that. But then there's also what I call the informal mentorship. That's sometimes you're being mentored and you don't know that you're being mentored or that you have a mentor and the mentor doesn't know that that's the relationship. Um, and that's OK, too. Those types of relationships usually happen when uh, there is I'll just call if you're an advanced individual, if you're an advanced in your field in that area. Um, there's not a newbie um, situation there where you're just trying to learn. You are really, you're still trying to learn, but you're, you're doing it in a way that is beneficial to both you and the mentor. The mentee and the mentor both uh, really get something out of that. And uh, usually the formal mentor-mentee relationship is uh, one where the mentee gets most, the most out of it. All right. So there's a little bit of a difference there. But I'm in either case, I'm going to give you the three foolproof steps to getting a great mentor, whether it's a formal mentor or an informal mentor. Um, this might fit the informal a, a little better. The formal mentors might be easier to get because you just walk up to someone and say, would you mind being my mentor? And then you start that relationship. Uh, the informal might be a little trickier. And so these three steps might be geared more toward that informal mentorship. And But I think it's important, even if you're a newbie, to understand how this works, because it can help you in your formal mentorship as well. All right. Wow. I hope that wasn't too lengthy of an introduction to what we're talking about. Uh, but these three steps, I think, are going to be very, very valuable for you to use um, ongoing. Well, let's talk about the first step, the first step to getting that foolproof 
the foolproof way of getting your great, great mentor is, um, I'll just call it the selection process. You, you get to select who your mentor is going to be, believe it or not. So if you want to select your mentor, um, there is a way of going about really identifying who it is you'd like to be your mentor. Wouldn't that be great? Think of somebody right now, famous or infamous, <laughs> that you would like to be your mentor. Just think of that person. Uh, maybe someone that's close to you. And they may not be famous. They may be just um, a relative or someone that you've watched over the years become successful and you'd like to be mentored by them. As I said, I get people that ask me from time to time, would I be their mentor? And uh, we have a conversation about it before I agree, usually, because you really want to uh, respect the time of the mentor. You want to respect the the gift and the value that you're going to receive. And so if you're just doing it because you want somebody to hang out with and talk to, that's probably not the best use of that mentor's time and value. So be careful if you walk up to someone and say, will you be my mentor? You've got to be ready to be coached, I guess, would be one way of saying it. And that means you've got to be ready to do the work. You've got to be ready to listen. You've got to be open and you have to be available to um, to the change that you're going to go through. A good mentor will help you shift. I won't even use the word change, but help you shift towards the direction that you uh, need to go. So with that said, let's talk about the first step, the selection process. Uh, the selection process, we're just going to call hanging out. Yeah, that's the first step to selecting. You have to hang out where you have to hang out where the mid, but where the person is or the people are that you think that are the best people that could be your mentor. So if you have a group of, uh, let's say you're getting into, uh, you want to become an author, you want to start writing books. Well, hang out where the authors hang out. You know there are conferences where authors go and uh, learn from each other and how to publish their book, how to write their books, etc. So if you want to be mentored by a very well-known or very good author, go hang out where the authors hang out. Now, that sounds kind of simple because it is. It's really about surrounding yourself with the people that you want to uh, emulate. And, uh, you know, whatever it is, whether it's being an author or, or some other uh, activity, find the place where they're hanging out and then hang out there. And if you were looking for a, a husband or looking for a wife, <laughs> we, what kind of husband or wife would you be looking for? If you're looking for a wife and you're looking for a very uh, a wonderful woman who can really raise a great family, you probably wouldn't hang out at a strip club to look for your wife, right? You, you, I mean, that just probably wouldn't be the place. So there is, um, there is a, a place you can hang out where you can just associate with the types of people that can potentially be your mentor. Uh, and when you hang out there, um, there's a few things you need to do. You need to observe. Not a lot of talk. Observe. 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 
Because what you're doing when you're observing, you are looking at the possibilities. You're looking at who um, is portraying the skills and the things that you want to portray. And that person could possibly be your mentor in the future. All right. So we're going to continue with these three steps. And um, number one, we'll continue right after this break. But the first thing is the selection process. So we're going to talk more about what you do when you're hanging out in those places and how to make that selection. All right. We'll be back right after this message. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. How's your job going these days? Stop the frustration with your career. Give yourself the advantage in breaking through to the next level. What you will need to be successful are the insights and strategies that will work for you. Hi, this is Clarence Caldwell. You know me from True Life Academy, a powerful podcast that is reaching millions of people around the world. What you may not know is that I've spent many years as an executive for some of the largest companies in the United States. Whether you're trying to break the $200,000 income barrier or just wanting a fulfilling career, our leadership mentor programs are just what you need. Visit me at ClarenceCaldwell.com or call us at 8883 090917. That's 8883 Your time is now. Let's break through to the next level of your career. Hey there, it's Christine Gallagher from She's Got Clients.com. I'm really excited to share with you the first annual Get Clients Online giveaway. I have gathered a spectacular group of contributors who are providing you with amazing gifts that will help you get cash flow in clients in less time online. So I've teamed up with more than 50 other business industry leaders to bring you templates, checklists, and other valuable goodies to grow and scale a sustainable business that brings you more income with less effort. So all you need to do is head over to getclientsonlinegiveaway.com, put your name and email address in, and you'll get instant access to more than 50 free business building tools, templates, products, and services, including Facebook funnel templates, LinkedIn cheat sheets, sales scripts, and so much more. That's getclientsonlinegiveaway.com. Head over there and enjoy your free gifts. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. All right, so let's let's continue with this first step of the selection process of finding the great, great mentor for you. You know, let, let me just back up for a second because I think it's important to know how how critical it is to have good mentors in your life. You've had them all your life, and some and most of the time it's been informal. And you can even look at your parents as being mentors. Now, they may not be great mentors. <laughs> I'm not saying every mentor that you've had has been great. Uh, but they have an ha- they've had an influence on your life and they've they've helped shape who you've become. 
So if you're really happy with what you've become, then you've probably had some really good mentors. If you're not so happy with where you are, then maybe you just haven't had the right mentors or great, great mentors. But you have the opportunity to select the mentors based on what it is you're hoping to achieve, based on what it is you're hoping to become. So the first step in the selection process is to hang out where the people are that you want to be like. So if you're an author, hang out where great authors hang out. Uh, and they're, and they're, they're, these, this is not a hard thing to do, not a hard thing to find whatever it is you're going to do. Um, as I, I joked a little bit about if you're looking for a wife, you hang out in places where that type of, uh, of woman will be. And certainly it might not be in some of the seedier places unless that's what you're looking for. OK, so whatever you're looking for, you can find it if you hang out in those places. Um, I always say that you surround yourself with what it is you want to be. So you almost have to be this. So you have to kind of bring this into your life before you become it. Um, so if you want to be wealthy, you surround yourself with wealthy people. It's really that simple. If you want to be more intelligent, you surround yourself with intelligent people. If you want to be more fit, surround yourself with people who are into fitness, people who are more fit. You will see an amazing shift just by hanging out. Simple as that. That's only step one, just the hangout. But if you want to get really more specific and get uh, very clear on a specific mentor, someone who can guide you and support you as you move toward your newfound wealth or your newfound intelligence or your newfound fitness or whatever it is, or finding that wife, whatever it is, you can do, you get really specific about it and we'll, we'll, the next two steps will, will get you there. But this selection process in the first step is very important because if you, for example, you want to become a great leader, a better leader in business. You will go to business conferences. You might go to luncheons, uh, whether they're held by um, uh, organizations, community organizations or business organizations. You'll go to lunches and you will hear keynote speakers. You will hear people speaking. That's a great, great place to see good leaders in action. And you can see from what they're how they're behaving, you can see and hear what they're saying and how they're um, working the crowd, so to speak. You'll see and you'll know if that is someone that you would like to emulate or someone that you would like to help mentor you. Yes, if you go to a conference and there's a keynote speaker up there, could be a big name speaker, and you really, really like what they are offering, that person can be your mentor. It absolutely can be your mentor. And I'll tell you how, how in the next couple of steps. It happens all the time. I've done it and have, people have done that with me. And it, it's, a, it's not an intrusion. It really, really helps. So even when you're at these conventions or these luncheons, the conversations that are taking place at your table. Remember I said observe, observe, observe. This is not a time for you to just start talking about yourself and what you want to do and how you want to do it and what you've done. And uh, don't be one of those people that are just trying to impress everybody. That's not how you get people to pay attention to you. Be a listener, be an observer, 
respond to what you're hearing. But it's not a time about you. It's not about you at this moment in time. We'll get to that place where it's about you, but this isn't the time. You're in the selection process, and it's a time for you to make the selection based on what you're seeing and observing. Okay, step one, that's out of the way. Step two, this is a three-step foolproof way to get a great mentor, right? Step two, we're, we're almost halfway there. All right, step two, connect. Once you've decided who that person is, and you've selected that person, it could be that keynote speaker that spoke at the, at the luncheon. It could be someone that you met at the table. It could be someone you've just networked with during one of those conferences or uh, conventions or what, wherever you've connected or met that person. Now it's time to really connect. It's time to connect in a way that um, brings you into their circle and brings them into your circle. It's a connection that is not just about handing a business card and saying, hey, um, can I call you sometime? <laughs> That's not a connection. You know, people go through the, to these networking events, and gosh, I tell you, I've been through, I want to say thousands, if not thousands, several hundred networking events over the years, and they all kind of play out the same. At a networking event, you'll walk up to someone and you'll start a conversation. It'll be pretty benign. What do you do? Who are you? Um, you know, those kinds of things. Or you might talk about a current event issue, um, maybe politics, maybe religion. Yeah, you don't even skirt those issues. You, you just get it out there and you talk. And then, oh, yeah, it'd be nice to stay in touch. Um, you have a business card? Yeah. And you exchange business cards. You get home, you may have a stack of business cards that go in your drawer. Or if you're really productive, ambitious, you might enter that information in your contact list. Ah, now I've got them. They're in my list. But usually from there, there's not much contact after that. See, networking is not necessarily about connecting. It's about how many people can I get on my list? <laughs> how many people can I get in my Rolodex? How many, I mean, I've, I, it's, this is funny. I, I'm kind of chuckling because I'm remembering my, my Rolodex from years ago. It was an old uh, physical Rolodex. And I take business cards and I put them in there. And this big Rolodex, it was huge. It was stuffed, stuffed with business, business cards. I, I can't, I, literally hundreds of business cards in that Rolodex. I had to turn them back to back so they could all fit. And then I ran out of space. I had to get a second Rolodex and filled that one up. Hundreds and hundreds of business cards from all of my interactions. And I was so proud of all of those contacts. But guess what? None of those people heard from me again. And I didn't hear from them. There might have been a few that we stayed in contact, but very, very few. Out of the hundreds, maybe a handful that um, we stayed in touch because maybe our business pushed us together or some other event. Uh, where we reconnected. But that wasn't a connection. That was simply just collecting information. It wasn't a connection. It was a collection. <laughs> How's that? Uh, so what we're talking about in step two is a real connection. Step two is a connection. And so how do you make this connection? Once you've identified that individual, uh, whether it's the keynote speaker or the person you met at the table or someone else you met somewhere else, how do you really connect with them? 
beyond the handing of business cards, right? How do you connect with them? Well, there's two levels of connections. There's the personal connection and the professional connection. And both are important in every case. Both are important in every case, personal connection and professional connection. But you connect the same way. You go through the same process to make this connection. And the process is a little bit of work. Yes, I know it'd be nice if we just hand it to you on a silver platter, but no, there's a little work involved in making the right connection. So we're not just talking about business cards. We're not just talking about uh, idle chit chat about the weather or politics or anything like that. We're talking about really making a connection. And in order to really make a connection beyond that event, beyond that luncheon, you have to do a little research. Um, okay, if you don't like the word research, you've got to just find out more about that person. Just find out more about them. Get to know what they like. There's all kinds of ways to find out what a person likes. You can friend them on Facebook if you have to, and then start going through their timeline and see what they post about all the time. You'll find very quickly what someone gravitates towards and what they like. Um, whether it's sports, um, you know, maybe they like basketball or baseball or football, or maybe they're a golfer. Uh, find what really turns them on in terms of their personal life. Is family important to them? How many kids do they have? How many grandkids do they have? All that stuff is available to you right now, more so than ever before with social media, social media. You know, this is the personal connection. This is the personal research that you can do. Don't think of yourself as a stalker. You're just trying to research, is this person really the right mentor for you? You know, once you do this research, you, research, you might find that, you know what, their views on life are really so different from mine, they're not going to be a real good mentor after all. I like what they do. I like how they do it. They're successful. They're doing this, that, and the other but they're really not going to be a great mentor for me because we our ide, ideology uh, is so, so far apart from each other. This is a great time. This personal research, a great time to determine that. And But it, what it also gives you is some insight to what's important to that person, what they really like. You know, even if you don't have an interest in the same things that they do, do enough of the research so that you at some point can make that connection. Remember, step two here is making the connection. You know, the same things apply when it comes to personal connection. What we were just talking about was a, uh, excuse me, a professional connection. What we were just talking about was a personal connection. The same things apply when we talk about a professional connection. You can do the same level of research, maybe in some of the same places. Social media is a great place. Go to the their LinkedIn profile where Normally, businesses and people who are in business have all of that information. Find out what their business interests are. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to come back with step three right after this. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Have you heard? 
The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, marlatabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello and welcome back. Uh, We are here talking about how to select the right mentor. And, uh, you know, the first two steps, I just want you to really get the, uh, the focus of the, the first two steps. And that is, it's not hard, number one. It's, in fact, very easy that you just have to hang out. <laughs> That's easy enough to do. You're hanging out right now. You're hanging out with me. Hey, you're already halfway there hanging out with me. And, um, but hang out with the people that you want to emulate, hang out with the, the wealthy if you want to be wealthy, hang out with the intelligent if you want to be intelligent, hang out with the physically fit if that's what you want, and so on. But when we talk about connecting, we've selected someone that we really want to have as a, a personal mentor. We want to have that mentor-mentee relationship with, whether it's a formal one, which is more of a mentor-mentee relationship, or an informal one, which is a little looser than that but you get the same benefits from. We'll talk about that in a moment. But here's the deal. If you understand what a person's interests are, personal and professional, not just one or the other, but both, you you really are now positioned in a place where you can take advantage of step three in this process, which is the gold. Step three is where it really comes together, and this is... Uh, it's priceless. You know, if you're listening to this, you're getting a bucket full of gold right now. If you're in the process of trying to uh, 
um, shift your career, um, go into a new business, become an entrepreneur, or just trying to elevate your game in the line of work that you're in, you must have, I'll just call it a mentor for the, for the time being, you must have people around you that can help you elevate your game. You know, I've said it a million times, and I'll, I said it this morning. Actually, I was interviewed this morning, uh, and the one of the questions uh, related to what's one of one of the important things about being successful, and the answer off the top, one of the answers off the top of my head was: make sure you're surrounded by the people that are also successful. If you're the smartest person in the room, when you walk into a room, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're probably in the wrong room. If you're the wealthiest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. If you're the fittest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. If you want uh, intelligence, if you want more wealth, if you want more fitness, you've got to surround yourself with people who are beyond where you are so that they can raise you to the level that you're trying to accomplish, get to that next level. So it's important to know that um, if you want to be whatever it is you want to be, surround yourself with people who are already there. And uh, that will make a huge difference. So once you really identified some of the personal, we'll just call it personal and professional um, interests that your potential mentor has the third step is something that we all really really want we all want this and <laughs> it's it's about how people see us now i wherever i am and whatever i'm doing i always want to be uh, recognized appreciated and valued that last one, being valued, no matter where you are, what you're doing, you want to feel like you're being valued. I know you do, even if you say, no, I don't care if I'm valued or not. I don't believe that because deep down, we, we, we all have this desire to be valued. We may not all want, want to be recognized. You know, recognition is one of those things that some of us shy away from. Uh, I've heard people say, uh, do you want to be rich or rich and famous? And uh, the answer that I've heard back was, no, I just want to be rich. See, some people don't want fame. They don't want the recognition, and that's okay. But in all cases, when you're interacting with other people, you want a level of value. You want to be valued. And being valued is, is very important. So this third step it's not about being valued necessarily, but it's about bringing value to your potential mentor. Bring value to that person. How do you bring value to that mentor? Come bearing gifts, right? Bring value. You know, if they have business interests that you've researched and you know that's important to them, look for ways to add value to the focused area that they have. And even if it's a small way, if you have to, let's say, send, email them an article or a link to an article that focuses on that interest that they have, a great article, just send a note, say, hey, hey, John, this is Clarence. I came across this uh, powerful 
TED Talk video. And I thought of you immediately. Um, I got a lot out of it. Maybe you will, too. Here, take a look. Boom. Simple. Didn't cost me anything. I didn't take up a lot of their time with a phone call. I didn't ask for anything. I gave something to them. I don't care who it is. I would send that to Tony Robbins. I would send that to, to, to anyone if I knew that was their focus and, the, and I wanted to create that connection with them. I wanted to bring value to them. Send them a quick note. Hey, I came across this article. Here's the link to the article. I found it valuable. Maybe you will too. Hey, hopefully we can uh, talk about it sometime soon. There's no commitment there. You're not asking for anything. You're not trying to set up an appointment. You're not saying, hey, will you be my mentor? You're not doing any of that. You are bringing value to them. No matter how successful they are, I'll tell you, people love that. People often um, look at someone who is at a, let's say, an elevated status, and we think they don't need that. We think they don't want that. Uh, But people always want to be given something of value as well because they're bringing value all the time. I love when people share stuff with me that's of value to me. It aligns with the interests that I have. It just makes me more effective and more productive. Gosh, that's, that's amazing. I don't wait to get that from someone who's already above me. I'll get it from anyone and everyone. And when I get that from someone who's adding value to me, now I feel a little more connected to that person. And I have probably a, a you know a better sense of who they are and the fact that they're giving oh, means so much. You know, at the top of the show, and I missed it this time, but at the top of every show, I say give when you can. This is about giving. Your third step is about giving, right? At no time in step one, two, or three have we asked anybody to be our mentor. We've hung out with them. We've connected with them. We've we, we researched to, so we can connect and bring that in the third step. We're bringing value. And everyone wants that. See, in this third step, you are essentially becoming a mentor to the person that you want to mentor, to mentor you. You're bringing that mentorship to them by giving them value, by giving them something of value to them. Not something of value to you, something of value to them. Now, I always embrace those valuable tips and insights that people give to me. I surround myself with amazing people uh, that can provide value to me. And they come in all shapes and sizes at all levels, right? So this is important. Uh, And this is what makes it, this makes it a little more informal. This makes it informal because now you are you're playing the mentor role in a very crude way to the mentor that you want to have mentor you. You're giving them something. You're giving them guidance, support or something of value. Giving is the key to uh, making that relationship work. And when someone is giving uh, to someone else, the person who's receiving is automatically thankful. They have a great amount of gratitude and they're in the back of their mind. It may not be overt, but in the back of their mind, in their subconscious, they're thinking to themselves, how can I give back to this person who just gave me something of value? It's, it's there. It, that seed is planted. If nothing else, the seed is planted. And so getting to 
create that mentor-mentee relationship with someone is actually pretty easy with these three steps. It's, and it's foolproof. <laughs> it's foolproof. I've done it a hundred times and I've had it done to me, if you will. It's, it's, you know, I don't even think it's done to me. It's just something that's done with me. And, uh, and, and people who recognize that they're receiving value, they don't see it as, as an encroachment at all. It is something that's done for them and with them. It's not done to them. So don't feel shy about that. In fact, when you do that with someone, you should feel good about giving to someone in that way. You should feel good about hanging out with them. You should feel good about selecting that person. You should feel good about connecting that person with, with that person. Connect. Don't collect business cards, but connect. And you should also feel really good about bearing gifts, bringing something of value to them. Those three steps will serve you well in your life. They will serve you well in your business. They will serve you well in your career and whatever it is you're trying to do. Again, this is not necessarily just about business. Uh, true leaders know how to connect. True leaders know how to bring value. True leaders even though they're looking for mentorship, know how to mentor, know how to mentor the mentor. <laughs> you know, you have to kind of bring the wealth if you want to be the wealth, right? You got to start with that. Uh, um, so don't be shy. Bring your truth to the table, bring your authentic self to the table and give when you can give to that person. Okay. There you have it. You've got those three steps. Now you're going to say, well, Clarence, you still have a lot of time left. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to share something with you in this last segment that's very important. And I want you to um, uh, really pay attention to this last piece because this last piece is going to be big. It's, it's huge. Uh, but the first three segments, I wanted you to hear these three steps. Three foolproof steps to get a great mentor to mentor you in your life. Okay. Uh, when we come back, I've got an announcement to make and um, we'll spend more time on it in a, in a new show, in a different show. But I'm going to make this announcement and I'm going to give you some value in the process. All right. So we'll be back right after this message and we'll talk to you about uh, what's coming next. All right. We'll be right back. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. 
Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Okay, everyone, welcome back. We are um, we have just talked about finding that perfect mentor for you, and um, it's, it's very simple in terms of the steps, very simple. Uh, but it takes a little work, as you know. The research is probably the, the biggest part of that in terms of the, the work. Um, and that's not a lot of work. You just If you're really interested in the individual, you're going to do the work to find out what, what they're all about anyway. And you should do that in any relationship that is uh, mentor slash mentee. You should find out who it is that you're taking advice from, right? If a great example is if you would, uh, if you want uh, any guidance from me, even listening to my show, right? If you're listening to my show, I hope you've taken the time to go to my website and see what I'm really all about. I hope you've taken a time, taken the time to go to my uh, Facebook page and see the posts that um, that I typically uh, put out there and. Like the page while you're there. <laughs> Don't go without liking the page. Claire, it's Caldwell's True Life Academy um, or True Life Enterprises. Go there and uh, like the page, but see the post that I put up all the time. Go to my uh, Pinterest, my Instagram, uh, go to my LinkedIn, uh, my LinkedIn profile. Uh, go find me everywhere you can find me and then look at all of the things that I pay attention to. Look at the books that I read. Um, if you if you want to know the books that I read, just go to ClarenceCaldwell.com forward slash leaders read, and you'll get a list of my top 20 books. And you'll also see a video of me uh, thanking you for getting the, the list um, and, and some insight there as well. But if you really want to know... Um, if you can trust what someone says, do research on them and you will find whether or not that's the right person for you. The research is very important. So I, I can't say I can't stress that enough. Just because someone has a recognized face, a recognized name or they're successful in a certain area doesn't mean that that's the right person for you to be your mentor. Um, they could be the right person, but it doesn't mean that they are necessarily do your homework, research, research, research. Yeah, I know that's the hard part. That's the work, um, because once you find that they are or are not, you will feel much better about 
listening or not listening to what they have to say. All right, enough of that. Um, the, the announcement that I had and or have for you is that even though it's not here yet, but it's coming soon, is my first book. Now, I do have um, a few other books that are out there. They're e-books, and you can find them. Um, if you do the research of me, you'll find a couple of books out there that I have already. They're e-books. But this one is being published uh, by uh, Balboa Press, which is a subsidiary of Hay House. And it's coming soon. Uh, I think, well, by the time you listen to this, some of you might not listen to this podcast for a, a little while. The book may have been released. But those of you who are listening live and, and very shortly after this gets published, then you will know that the book is coming soon. And the name of the book is From the Breadline to the Boardroom. From the Breadline to the Boardroom. Um, five Ways You Can Rise Above to uh, Your Fear and Doubt uh, to Accomplish Your Goals. So the subtitle it's a little bit. We're still doing a little bit of work. That's why it's not released yet. But the the main title, from the breadline to the boardroom, is solid. Okay, uh, that is kind of my story. But the book isn't about me. Uh, I'll just tell you this: the book is not about me. It has some. It has my stories in it. A few of my stories scattered in there. But it's really about how you get from your breadline to your boardroom. Right. My breadline was being homeless and waking up in the backseat of a car. And the boardroom was, of course, being a senior executive at Fortune 100 companies. But that's my journey. You have your own journey. And whether you, your your breadline is not as dire as mine, hopefully it's not and it wasn't. Or your boardroom may not you may not aspire to be you know, some big executive at some big company. That's okay too. That that the title doesn't say this is what you have to be. It was it's just a how-to, if you will, a how-to book on how to get from whatever your breadline is to wherever your boardroom might be. Right? You aspire to do something. So what does that look like for you? And how do you get from where you are to that next step, to that next phase of your your becoming? Um, and so these. This book really lays out what I call the five immutable laws. These five immutable laws will take you from wherever you are to wherever you're trying to go. All right. So I'm going to give you just a quick overview of what these are. I'm going to at a future show. I'm going to dedicate um, some time to to the book itself. So we're just going to spend a couple of minutes so that you know what's in it. And I'm going to invite you to sign up for a, a, a copy of it, you know, maybe a, a, pre, a pre-purchase of, a, of the book if you sign up for a copy of it. And if you're listening to this after the book has been published, go out and get it. Yeah, of course, go out and get it. Um, but I'm going to give you a quick overview. And in a future show, we'll, we'll dive deeper into these five immutable laws. These five immutable laws will absolutely change your life if you follow them. You know, when you're, when you're in a civilized society, there are laws that you have to obey. And if you don't obey the laws, there are consequences. And your consequences can be dire at times. 
if you break the laws that are um, that are around, you you know steal, kill, whatever the the laws of the land are. You break these laws, you are going to suffer the consequences, and those consequences are never very good. So this is the same thing. These laws are about how you create a level of personal leadership in your life, a personal growth in your life, how you move from your breadline, from your gutter to your boardroom, how you shift from wherever you are to where you want to be. If you don't follow these laws, you will suffer the consequences and you'll remain in the breadline. You'll remain, you know, maybe even further back than that. The consequences could be dire. So I encourage you to follow these five immutable laws, and I'll share them with you uh, now before we end the show because I want you to know what they are. Um, I'm just going to describe them to you first, and then I'll give you the names of each one of them afterwards. The first law that you must adhere to and follow is the law of, I'll just call it, decision-making. How you make your decisions. How do you make your decisions every day, whether it's what shirt you're going to wear that day or um, where you're going to live? Are you going to move? You want to take that job and move out of state? Um, or are you going to, you know, select that person as a mentor or this person as a friend? Or you make hundreds, maybe thousands of decisions every day. And the decisions that you make determine the life that you live. You know, when I was sleeping in the back seat of a car, I got there because of the decisions I made. Yes, the decisions I made got me to where I was. But the decisions I made also got me to um, the boardroom. See, the decisions you make can make all the difference in your in your life. The second immutable law talks about your follow through, how you follow through with the decisions that you've made. You, making a decision is easy. It takes about a nanosecond to make a decision, <laughs> uh, but then you've got to take action, right? You've got to follow through. How do you follow through? Even when you face adversity, are you following through in the face of adversity on the decision that you made? Or do you back off and make another decision? You change your decision. You change your mind. It's okay to change your mind. But know when it's okay and know when you really are hurting yourself in doing so. So that's very important. Your intention is one thing, but following through is something else. The third law really is about getting past your thing that you might have a thing about being embarrassed. You might have a thing about being criticized. No one wants to be criticized. You don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to fail at something you don't want to want to be shamed. You don't want to be rejected. You have all of these things that you are trying to avoid. But there, you, there needs to be a way to get past those things. And so the third law gets you past those things so that you can begin to not just survive, but to thrive. The fourth law is about removing any self-doubt that you have. The self-doubt, yeah. You doubt yourself. You have a low level of self-belief. This law is about how you remove that self-doubt. And then the fifth law is about giving. It's about giving when you can with a grateful heart. This is what I talk about every week. It's about giving, right? 
even when you're selecting a mentor, if you're giving value, that's about giving. Giving of your gifts, it's about giving. Now, the names of these laws are easy to remember because they all start with the letter C. It's my name, Clarence Caldwell. If you remember Clarence Caldwell, it starts with a C, you will remember these laws. The first law of decision-making is choice. The second law, commitment. That's the follow-through. Are you committed to that decision? The third law is getting past the embarrassment and the criticism and the failure. That's the law of courage. How courageous are you to get past those fears, the fear of embarrassment? The fourth law of removing that self-doubt and creating more self-belief in yourself, that's confidence, the law of confidence. And then this last law of giving, that's the law of celebration. Yes, celebration is not just patting yourself on the back and popping the champagne and saying, yes, I've arrived, but it's also about giving back. When you celebrate by giving back, giving with the heart of gratitude, you will gain and that cycle continues. You'll get more and you can give more. So these five laws, choice, commitment, courage, confidence, and celebration are what's in the book from the breadline to the boardroom. And I explain exactly how you make these work in your life. That's all we have this week. Um, I'm going to share with you how to get that book. If you go to ClarenceCaldwell.com forward slash breadline to boardroom, you might be able to find that book sitting there waiting for you. Until next week, take care, everyone. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.